0: are in a city for you podcast welcome thank you so much for agreeing to be part of this
1: project yeah thanks for asking me
0: and i think it was you who mentioned that you saw the profile on instagram i had when we met even
1: before i moved to Mm. stockholm um I was following Infinity Mark on Instagram and then looking at things that Kirsten had been looking at just to get a sense of what's happening in Stockholm, because I've never been before, Mm -hmm. or I had never been. And your Instagram profile came up. So I had seen your podcast, A City for You, the Instagram page, Mm. before we had met. Oh, wow. (laughs) And I had seen you when I moved to Stockholm. Then I was running the Infinity Mark Instagram. And I had seen Mm -hmm. your posts through our Instagram page. So I was then following your actual Instagram page. Yeah. um, And then we met, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) And you can maybe explain also who is Kirsten and what is Infinity Mark? Because we both know what
1: these are. Yeah, so Infinity Mark is um, an art tech startup that I just started working for and Kirsten is one of the co-founders.
0: And I recorded a podcast with her. A year ago or so,
1: around <laughs> February. Back when she wasn't even in Infinity Mark yet. Yeah. She was working still for her company called Artwell, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Now um, these two words. So, Infinity Mark, at Infinity Mark, we're using NFT technologies and blockchain technologies to um, provide a solution for artists mm-hmm. working in the physical space. Um, also, gallerists and collectors, so it's a way to um, create a secure um, and unique digital record for physical works of art,
0: mm-hmm.
1: basically. <laughs> I like how you... <laughs> There's a bit more to exciting, it, but um, that's the gist of it, yeah, so mm-hmm. we have different stakeholders that we can um, cater to, um, but really it's exciting because no one is doing this yet, mm-hmm. really connecting the digital art world to physical works of art um, and making that connection. Mm -hmm.
0: Tell me a little bit about yourself before and then we'll start going to the questions.
1: Yeah, so I moved from Canada. I'm Mm -hmm. Canadian. I grew up in Toronto Um, and then I moved to Kingston, Ontario uh, to do school and I've lived there until moving here for... I think almost nine years so Mm -hmm. I kind of stayed after my school after Mm -hmm. my undergrad Um, and I started off in uh, business I did a Bachelor of Commerce and then I Mm -hmm. did a dual degree with that in art history Mm -hmm. because I realized that what I actually love to do is um, anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) related to art Um, so I wanted to study art history and then after that I worked for a year back in Toronto and then went back to Kingston and did my masters in art history. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there was like a little bit of time in between finishing my masters um, and now, but uh, yeah, I basically just stayed in Kingston because there's a really beautiful artist community there, Um, it's very walkable, (laughs) it's on the water, Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, never talk to someone who I know is from Kingston. So interesting that you comment on that as being walkable because mostly when I'm talking to someone who describes Canadian cities, it is about car and like everything is about moving with a car.
1: Yeah, that is like the biggest turn off for me in terms Mm -hmm. of a city. Like I need to be able to walk Mm -hmm. where I'm going. Uh, Mm -hmm. I used to have my driver's license. And I don't anymore, because I let it expire without no. finishing the exit test.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but that's one of the reasons why um, I didn't move back to Toronto is because I felt like I had sort of outgrown that pace of life. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's a lot going on in Toronto, but um, it wasn't really for me. like I didn't feel like I could access it which is something that's yeah. important for me mm-hmm. when yeah. I'm trying to figure out if I want to be in a place long term, like how, how accessible are the great things that the city has to offer? Like, mm-hmm. am I actually going to want to hop on the subway and take a 25-minute journey to this mm-hmm. art gallery somewhere? Yeah. Or do I want to walk somewhere, mm-hmm. even if it takes a little bit longer? Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think Stockholm is a good example of <laughs> the city that you can access by just walking if you yeah. choose
1: to. Yeah, it's been, I've only walked mm-hmm. um, when I can, but um, I have taken the subway also, which is kind of nice in a way. Same with the bus, because mm-hmm. I get to be on the street and see things. Yeah. Um, the subway is really convenient here, which is nice, but mm-hmm. it's really nice when I get to walk. Yeah. Um, because I finally get to see the city, Mm -hmm. basically. But you
0: just came. You came like a month ago or so. Um, now we're talking in the end of three three weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think on October third, I think I came. Yeah. 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 Wow. So yeah, it's been not a long time. Um kind of a long time actually. Yeah, depending but on how you look at it. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a long time because I haven't really seen the city yet. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But you have all the yeah. time to discover this. Yeah. And I'm kind of excited to talk to you before you have explored Stockholm completely. So probably you'll be talking more from the perspective of a person who lived somewhere else, not in Stockholm. Yeah. Because mostly I'm talking to people who either have been living in Stockholm for or all of their life like the whole life or moved here a few yeah. years ago it's already kind of changed their perception of a city yeah linking it to stockholm so you are not the person who probably will be talking about stockholm so much but maybe the other yeah. way around because this expression new and yeah
1: i think your my first impression of stockholm was well from the plane my first mm-hmm. impression yeah. when i was landing into the <laughs> airport was um This does look like Canada, Mm -hmm. or the Canada that I know at least, in northern parts of Ontario, Mm -hmm. um, which is what everyone told me Mm -hmm. before I came. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I noticed the trees, so the leaves were changing, and all the trees were either green. Uh, Or mixed in with this like bright yellow and in Canada, we have a lot of maple trees So Mm -hmm. we have lots of like a whole range of colors Mm -hmm. But I actually found something about just the two colors really beautiful So that was my first impression and then Mm -hmm. my second impression was it's very gray But there's Mm -hmm. rose bushes everywhere. and so it's actually really beautiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but it will be changing through seasons, which is also interesting to observe because yeah. then there'll be a moment when it's going to be cherry blossom and the whole city will be pinky color <laughs>
1: it yeah it's coming the yeah the um the green spaces the plants and the greenery and the trees um are very intriguing to me mm-hmm. i think in any city but especially stockholm mm-hmm. because i pictured it being. I don't know, maybe a bit more hostile, mm-hmm. the weather, the mm-hmm. environment, um, but there's rose bushes still in bloom right now, and it's pretty chilly some days. Um, so anyway, that really surprised me. You yes, said adjusting? Way. Yeah. To the weather, yeah. I didn't notice that even, so <laughs> good you mentioned that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the chestnut trees. I live near Tessin Parkin. Mm-hmm. And, um it's lined by chestnut trees mm-hmm. on the path that mm-hmm. like goes on either side of the park. Um, and so that was I had never seen so many chestnut trees <laughs> altogether. Oh, <laughs> yeah, ew. just small things like that. but mm-hmm. i I have a fascination with um, the plant world. And that's like part of my artistic practice a bit is incorporating. The world around me into my art using, mm-hmm. most recently, plant dyes mm-hmm. that I've made from foraging plants um, mm. found in my neighborhood in Kingston, um, mm. and then creating actual lake pigments to paint with them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is
0: so interesting. And then
1: painting on this canvas. My partner and I had an installation at our house, and they painted on this canvas, and with the different dyes, mm-hmm. um, and it was outside, mm-hmm. sup- like mounted outside of our house. So mm-hmm. it like transformed over the course of the summer with the rain and the wind mm. and all that. Yeah, as a sort of you. like document of the specific moment in time and all the specificities of mm-hmm. the environment and the climate and yeah. in these two months that it was up. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's really cool. Yeah, like biodiversity of it of the yeah. area, and also this feeling of changing. Yeah, change.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, what is a city for you? I think a city is a place a place where I can be creative and find community. Hopefully mm-hmm. um, And a place that maybe nurtures me in different ways. So maybe it is creatively, maybe it's through, you know, being outside, in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but mainly, it needs to be like inspiring. Like I need to find something and feel something when I'm in a city. And
0: this something can be anything, or is it related to something particular?
1: Um, well, if it's making me feel something, then it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need to be anything in particular, mm-hmm. but, I mean, a positive feeling. A positive Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just right. walk like a zombie through a city yeah. without being forced to look at something because I'm mm-hmm. in amazement, or confused, or, mm-hmm. you know curious or whatever. I want to be stimulated and mm-hmm. excited. the yeah. so confused is also one of the
0: confused is you okay. Like to, yeah. yeah.
1: It's not always negative. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think confusion is good because it sort of uproots what you thought before, your previous mm-hmm. ways of knowing. Yeah. Um, when you're confused, you just have to start from zero mm. and build up your knowledge from there. So being confused is good. I it, think it is stimulating. For yeah. Sure.
0: yeah, be confused. Yeah. And then you say that you said that you want to be inspired by ICT, which you find mm-hmm. it very interesting. Mm-hmm. And do you think you found some keys for yourself, what you can be inspired by, you personally? Yeah.
1: Um, meaning like what sort of inspiration Mm -hmm. do I want to find yeah or you maybe have found in cities you've lived before Uh, definitely I think it has inspiration has to do not just with static things so like I'm inspired by architecture I'm inspired Mm by plants and the environment around me Um, I'm inspired by light Like the sunlight, the way that light um, is diffused through spaces, mm-hmm. um, but also, you know, being inspired by people. So that's where community comes in mm-hmm. because it's one thing to find, you know, for instance, at the art fair, be inspired by the art that's around me and mm-hmm. the artists that are making that art. But if there's no way to connect after that, then mm-hmm. you know you're left to your own devices to create something from that inspiration. Um, but it's nice if you can join a community where that inspiration grows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yields more inspiration, maybe, or new, new ideas or ways of knowing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah. Full answer yeah. to the question of what inspiring can be. <laughs> what are you for the city?
1: I think it's sort of hard to say what I am to a city or for a city. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I can only hope that all my small actions will somehow become meaningful mm-hmm. in some way that maybe I'm not yet aware of. Um, Do you feel like they have to become meaningful? I don't think they have mm-hmm. to but I think that I'd like them to be meaningful. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I guess I'd like them to be um, in some way positive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess if they're neutral, it's also okay. Yeah. But I think it would be better if they were positive in some way, even if it's just something very small. But. Um, With the example of this
0: um, art exhibition, I think that could be something that influenced the CTO or your neighbors, because when they were passing by, they would see your project changing through, and maybe it would trigger something in them. But also yeah. maybe they just went past and didn't even notice. Yeah. Which is okay.
1: <laughs> that is okay, mm-hmm. definitely. I think, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's hard to say what I am for a city, mm-hmm. it is when you don't funny. have that perspective, and you can't ask the city. <laughs> I I think it's a tough question but also
0: I'm from my head I feel like there is a lot to do and it's just yeah. the f- phrasing of the question that is yeah. a bit misleading.
1: Yeah, I guess contributing to something mm. my own expertise, my own knowledge, yeah. my own ways of knowing to Infinity Mark to mm. Stockholm, mm. to even, you know, the neighbors in my own building. Um, maybe one day an artist community that I join here. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: How does artificial light over night city affect you?
1: Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this one a bit because on the one hand, I was really... In the first instance, I was thinking of a specific moment a few nights ago when Mm -hmm. after work, um, it was already dark out, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I was downtown um, near the central station in those busy shopping streets, Mm -hmm. and I had left one of the stores, and I had this moment where I felt like the lighting, the light that was created um, from the shops from the shop Mm -hmm. windows, Mm -hmm. it made the street feel enclosed, like I was inside. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was really interesting. And that was definitely artificial light. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the other hand, I also think that it's really interesting to see how people, I don't know, at night you can look into people's homes. Mm. um, Not in like an invasive way, but just like it's kind of beautiful to see these little tableaus of people's lives and Mm -hmm. how they're living and in Stockholm especially it's Mm -hmm. so wonderful because everyone has um, their lamps at their windows Mm -hmm. and candles at their windows and plants and sometimes there's a nice dog on the windowsill Mm -hmm. and things like that so um, for me that's the thing I notice most in terms of lighting at night Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then also when there isn't light Yeah, then know. And you wish that there was a street light somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I think we often don't notice if there is enough yeah. light and we feel like it's comfortable.
1: Then mm-hmm. when something's wrong, then I go. Oh. Yeah. And bad. then, like, technically speaking, the artificial light at night that drives me nuts is the one that's like amber color. Mm-hmm. It's like orangey yeah. color. I don't like that one. It's <laughs> kind of like. In, I don't know it kind of makes you lose sense of where you are like it feels like you're in a dream or something yeah when it's not just like um, a white light mm-hmm. yeah when it, it's either like a blue tinted or an orange amber tinted mm-hmm. light but um, that,
0: it would probably be a, it would probably have a lower color rendering index so your eye would see it. Colors less accurately. Yeah, and maybe that's something what makes you feel like in a dream. Yeah, obviously. I think so mm. But it's yeah. also you know, cheaper So
1: there, <laughs> are there has to that. be a reason <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. because yeah, it definitely
1: you can't You're not seeing what you see around mm. You in an accurate way, I think Yeah, so definitely. it feels something feels off.
0: hmm And I mm-hmm. think in
1: that case, it's really mostly color
0: but maybe there is something else to that, like not seeing white as white and not differentiating yeah. the beige from the white because it's kind of the same.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting that you brought this up. It's just like, that's what I think of when I think of like a lit pathway, mm-hmm. um, like yeah. in maybe across a field or around, I don't know, some wooded area. That's the lighting I think of at night. Mm-hmm. Not a white light. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. of an amber light. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, yeah, but they, it used to be like that and now they're changing to LED lights. Okay, that's good to know. (laughs) Mostly, but also not all because some people say that they don't like white lights in the evening because then they feel like it's, it feels more like daytime and they are used to having this amber light which makes them feel cozy and warm,
1: so it's very personal. There's a light in, I think it's in the newer trains in the metro here. Mm -hmm. And the lighting is very soft and kind of diffused. Yeah. And it's really nice. Mm-hmm. It's really, really nice. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think I traveled on a new train once in metro, if you're yeah. talking just about very, very new ones. Yeah. It's like maybe a month old. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember being comfortable there. Yeah, the light, I was very surprised mm-hmm. because usually the metro lighting uh, here is not so bad in Canada. It's like, Half the train lights are on, half are off. Yeah, different I don't know colors. if that's still the case, but yeah, um, yeah I was like, I was really surprised yeah. and impressed.
0: Yeah, and you noticed that?
1: I noticed it right away. Yeah.
0: I will now start looking at the question from the previous guests, and it's really off what we're talking about, this makes it more interesting. Okay, so. If you think uh, that uh, de-urbanization will become a huge trend in the future, and do you see yourself in the world where big cities will not exist anymore and all people will be just spread around?
1: I can see that, I guess. That's really interesting because for me it it sounds like something that would maybe be more expensive just because I mean here you're so well connected that maybe you can take the trains um take advantage of the train system and still live outside of the city I'm just Mm -hmm. thinking about in Canada if you lived in a suburb in Toronto I mean you could take the train there are the GO train which is more of a commuter train Um, and then they're extending some of the subway lines to go more into the suburbs but really to get to the grocery store and places like that um, you really kind of need a car mm-hmm. um, so I'm sure there's lots and lots of people that live out there without cars mm-hmm. um, that's one of the reasons why I liked living in Kingston it's because it's mm-hmm. a smaller city mm-hmm. um, and you can walk everywhere so it's Affordable in that sense, but and I don't need a car.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, I um, see you
1: don't want to have a car. Yeah, a car. I think I think it would be, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know what I mm-hmm. think because I haven't actually thought about that yet. Mm-hmm. But if that is the case, I think it would be a really exciting opportunity for um, governments to make it more accessible for people to choose that. Mm-hmm. Um, because not everyone has a fixed job. Lots of people do contract work, Mm -hmm. um, part-time work, multiple part-time jobs. So it's sort of unrealistic to expect that most people will be able to save money to buy a car or something like that. So Mm -hmm. being able to choose where you live without that being a factor Mm -hmm. would be very interesting. Yeah. I would personally, I love living in a city, but I do need access to green space Mm -hmm. or just somewhere that's not busy. Like I don't, I don't want to be somewhere where um, I'm hearing traffic or if I step out of my door, I'm immediately around people, Mm -hmm. strangers. Like, I need a little cushion room, a little barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Where I live now, actually, in Stockholm, is perfect for that. I wonder if more people are moving because they want that sort of environment to be surrounded with more green space or just be outside of busyness mm-hmm. um, or if it's for financial reasons.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is an interesting mm-hmm. question. I mean, there is no answer to that. Yeah, Maybe there is somewhere. Like a big uh, research on this, but I have no idea
1: about that. Yeah, thank you for bringing your personal, your opinion on that. I think also just one other thing is that people shouldn't have to feel like they need to sacrifice Mm. space and access to um, nature, things like that because they feel like they have to succeed in their career path and they can only do that in a city. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's yeah. important to make, make opportunities in all sorts of urban mm-hmm. environments, whether that's like a densely populated city yeah. or not so densely populated like Kingston. Mm-hmm. I think it's important that people be able to succeed in what they want to do in those environments. And maybe COVID helped out a bit with mm-hmm. making things like that are, you know, remote working, making that sort yeah. of um mm-hmm. system um, more real. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree to that. And I think this like obsession with cities is fading away a little bit and yeah. it's not just a city mm-hmm. like the point of the destination point for everyone. Yeah. It's more of a choice, okay? You can be here or out or anywhere else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's a good Point to bring up And now a question from you to the next
1: guest of a for you My question is what was the last thing that you saw or heard or smelled or touched that made you stop and think for a minute or stop and Look for a minute or listen or smell. What was it and why did you stop and how did it make you feel? Beautiful. I really like this question. Yeah. And so just thinking like for me, Mm
0: -hmm. the
1: city is like these moments really.
0: Yeah.
1: Like living in a city is just all these little moments that come together and that becomes your experience of a city. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's these moments of stopping and looking out my window every morning. Um, I write in a gratitude journal, but I think every single day since I've been in Stockholm it's been like I'm grateful for the sunshine in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because almost every morning, whether the day turns out to be uh, grey or rainy, somehow I always get this bright sunlight coming through my window and it's amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah, you've been lucky. It might change. Yeah. <laughs> Don't expect it to be there every day. But it's amazing that yeah. it has been like that. Yeah.
1: But it's these little things that those are, are when I'm walking the park mm. and I see the roses are still in bloom. I mean, mm. Wow. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. I'm very happy about this conversation.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you for being part of A City For You. If you want to carry on the discussion, feel free to join for the next episode that will be coming out next Thursday. You can also follow the project on Instagram, Facebook and Telegram. Enjoy a city for you.